Okay, well, good morning. It's April 1st. We know that's April Fool's Day, <laughs> but this is a real podcast. I haven't recorded a podcast in some time. This is Brad Kittle from Brad's Big World, and I was uh, studying this morning, and I just had some ideas, uh, once again, from the book of Galatians. I want to go through, I think last time in the book of Galatians, I left you off in chapter 3, but really, I thought maybe it'd be better so I can keep track of things if I just went through the whole book of Galatians. Galatians is a book that I've come back to again and again in my Christian life. I'm actually reading in the Gospel of Mark today, and I was there's just some thoughts in the Gospel of Mark that made me come back to Galatians, and as I was reading, man, I just got stuck on the first verse here, and I just wanted to share a few thoughts with you, and maybe if I can remember where I leave off, maybe I'll just go through the whole book of Galatians with you. Um, again, I'm Brad Kittle. I'm a pastor in uh, Ohio, and I, I, got, I wear many hats. Uh, and by the way, for those of you that listened to my review of Dostoevsky's um, Demons, I also I just recently finished Crime and Punishment, and I would like to do a review on it too. Kind of, I'm I'm doing book reviews as well as uh, going through the Bible, so I might put up a review of Crime and Punishment soon. But right now, let's stick to Galatians, and I'm going to start reading in chapter one, verse one. It says Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through man but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Okay, now I just, I, I'm not going to get much further than that today. I like this. It says, he was appointed by God. And let me say this to you. I mean, I believe in being submitted to authorities. I believe in the local church and the universal church. I believe we should submit to all authorities in our life, our governmental authorities uh, at our job, family authority, and, and authority in the church. But your calling from God is not dependent upon those authorities. Your election, your calling, your giftings, God's leading in your life does not depend on any human authority. When God calls you to do something, He will equip you now, most of the time in the church, we're called to a church, we serve there, we submit to a third authority, and we grow under that authority. And then we'll, oftentimes, even in the church, God will raise us up, we'll increase in authority, but sometimes God will call us out of that calling, out of that church, to do our own work or to do something outside of the church. I mean, everywhere we go, we're in authority. But the gift and the calling on your life comes from God whether men recognize it or not. And I am far from promoting rebellion or, you know, people that say, oh, God called me and I don't care what anybody says. Now, most people that say that are rebellious. I, I have submitted to pastors and churches since, since I got born again and filled with the Spirit and I followed God and uh, God has always led me into my calling through staying submitted to authority. But what I'm trying to say is that authority or that calling in your life does not depend on men. God's the one that chooses you, and He will bless you, and He will put you where you need to be in the proper time. Okay, so that's true with Paul, and it's true with you. Now, Paul comes right out the gate saying that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. 
And, you know, right there, I just got stuck because I started thinking the whole of the book of Galatians, the entire gospel, everything that Paul's going to write, I think Galatians was the first book that he wrote. It's among the first. But everything he's going to write after depends upon this reality, this fact that Christ was raised from the dead. In Revelations 1, he says, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. You know, there is something that happened when Christ was raised from the dead. He gave himself for our sins so that he might deliver us from this present evil age. When Jesus rose from the dead, not only did he raise from the dead, but the Word of God says that we also were raised from the dead with him. When Jesus rose from the dead, he created a whole new creation. He created a new humanity. You know, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Paul says, If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature or a new creation. He's a new person. Jesus didn't just um, raise from the dead for himself, but he actually created a, a whole new humanity in himself. He drew all men into himself. He died there, paid for our sins. We identified with him. He substituted for us. And then he was buried. And then God raised him from the dead. And when God gave Jesus life, he gave us life. Not only that, but he created, actually, Jesus, in a certain sense, created the kingdom of God, like the, the spiritual kingdom. He brought many sons unto glory. He brought a new creation into glory. And now Jesus has passed through this age, through this material world, and he's been resurrected. And he is already spiritually and physically in the new age. He's already uh, in the kingdom of God. He's already been born again into the kingdom of God. When we're born again, we are raised up and seated with Christ in heavenly places right now. That's a spiritual union. By the way, that's Colossians 3, verses 1 through 3. It's very important that you look these scriptures up. It's in there many places. But we have already been raised up into the kingdom of God, into this new life already. Paul said in um, Hebrews 6, 5, he said that we are already tasting the powers of the age that is to come. We're already living in the age to come in Christ. We're already in the kingdom of God in Christ. And yet, and yet, we still have a physical existence. We still live on this earth where uh, 2 Corinthians 4.4 says that Satan is the god of this age, right? He rules over the earth. He has a spiritual authority over the earth, but we've passed out of existence. We are no longer under his authority. Uh, Colossians 1.13 says we've been delivered from this present evil age. We've been delivered from the kingdom of darkness, and we have been translated into the kingdom of God's Son. That's already happened, so we're not under his authority. Now, he tries to keep us under his authority through deception, through, getting us, through temptation, getting us mired into sin through unbelief, false doctrine, persecution, whatever he can do to afflict us, to keep our mindset 
kind of on this world system, under his bondage. But we have truly already been raised up and seated with Christ in heavenly places. Um, Ephesians 1.3 says that we have been blessed with Christ, uh, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly realms already. But again, we still have a physical body that's tied to this world. We still have a physical existence that's tied to this world. We live in a world of flesh and blood. You know, Jesus came in the flesh, didn't he? Well, we have to live our fleshly life. But the glory of our life now is even though we're living in a physical body, in a physical universe, we have a brain that's attached to this world, we are also attached to another kingdom. We're living out of another realm. We have the authority, power, and ability to pull resources from Christ, from another world, and bring those resources where Christ has resources into the now of our existence. Let me let me read this scripture to you. Kind of kind of really brings this out really well. Paul was saying that he was coveting the prayers of the church of Philippians. And then he was saying, guys, I, I, I need you to pray for me. I'm being persecuted. I'm going through things because of the gospel. And I need you guys to pray. And he says that through their prayers, or through the prayers of the church in Philippi, he said God would supply him with everything he needs. Here it is in uh, chapter 1. Verse 19 of the book of Philippians, he says, For I know that this, his persecution, his imprisonment, I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. How? Through your prayer. Through your prayer. And the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Do you see that? Through our prayer... We can pull in the resources of the kingdom of God. It all comes through Jesus. We can pull the resources, the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Now granted, we are dependent on Jesus. We are dependent on the Holy Spirit. We don't live to ourselves. We don't die to ourselves. Our authority, any dominion that we have, does not come separate from Christ. But it comes under his authority. And that's why I say living a life under authority is very important not to be rebellious. Because being under authority is huge because we're under the authority of Christ. Jesus never was, never will be rebellious. When he came on the earth, he did upset the apple cart because he was the rightful king of God. But when he was a young boy, he stayed under the authority of his mom and dad, didn't he? And he stayed under that authority until God called him out, gave him a ministry, and, and he demonstrated the kingdom, he demonstrated his sonship, he preached and reached out to all the people in the land of Judah or Judea with the gospel. Okay, and he did get in conflict with the religious system of that day. And I don't have time to go into it, but the religious system of, of that day was false. Even the Levitical priesthood had been compromised under the Maccabeans, it became political. The whole thing was a farce. The whole um, system of Judaism at that time was a farce. They didn't even have legitimate um, priesthood because it, under the Maccabean leadership and under political maneuverings, it had been corrupted. 
So it didn't really have any legitimate authority anyway, even though Jesus, you know, recognized to some degree the authority there. He actually came to upturn it and to just abolish it and get rid of that present system. Don't have time to get into it. It's absolutely the truth. So when Jesus was raised from the dead, he created a whole new humanity. He actually birthed in a new creation, the kingdom of God. He birthed in a, a new heavens and a new earth. And, and when we die, uh, we're going to go on and we're going to be spiritually with Jesus. But he is actually going to come back and bring this new heaven and new earth into the physical realm again. Um, you can read about that in the book of Romans chapter 8 where it talks about the redemption of our body and how creation itself is going to be restored. Creation groans waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's you and me. We already have the first fruits of the Spirit. Jesus is going to redeem creation. He's going to bring in the new heavens and new earth are going to become uh, a part of the physical creation. He's going to redeem the physical creation and make everything new. At that time when he comes back and sets up his kingdom on earth in a, in a physical realm. We're going to have new bodies, but they're going to be bodies. They're going to be glorified bodies, just like our Lord Jesus Christ has already. He actually has a body, he says, of flesh and bone. I didn't mention blood. I don't know why. Maybe he doesn't have any. I don't know. Maybe the spirit itself is the power that fuels that new creation body. I don't know. But it says he, he has flesh and bone right now. Amen? So there we go. We start off. We're on a great start to the book of Galatians. Jesus was raised from the dead. The whole kingdom of God is predicated on that reality. If Jesus, didn't raise, uh, if Jesus was not raised from the dead, your faith is in vain. You're living in your sins and you're under the, the dominion of this present evil age and you're under the dominion of Satan. That would not be good. Alright, I'm going to stop here for today. I really kind of uh, taught right up through verse 4 in a certain way. Um, and I'll just, um, I guess when I get inspired, I'll come back and talk more about the book of Galatians. Just mark it down. Put it down. Jesus has been raised from the dead. And you have too. Alright. Till next time. Bye.